<laughs> you are correct, You sir. are correct, sir. Coming in loud and proud right to your ear holes. My name is Darian and I am back for another week of horror bullshit. A main man Jason Harrell's in the house. I'm back. What's up, Christmas Jason? Just you, Big Daddy. Always, man. How was your Christmas? Fantastic. Yeah, what'd you guys do? Anything fun? Uh, just kick back, mostly. Um, it went exactly like I wanted it to. Nobody got me anything. Uh, well, perfect. of course, you fucking I curmudgeon. I finally got them to understand. That you are the Grinch. I am the, the you're not even You're not even the, the great gr- curmudgeon. You're not even the Grinch. The Grinch, like, actively despises Christmas and tries to ruin it for everybody. You just refuse to acknowledge it at all from the, from the get-go. Hey, I gift. I mean, that, I think, in itself takes more effort than being a curmudgeon, so... I would rather just buy my own thing. I get, but, you I know, get it. People buy, you know, the shit people get you. It, I look. I see your Walking Dead calendar <laughs> on the wall. A oh, gift. I've got, I've got three more days of this motherfucker, <laughs> sure. and it is gone. Man. This is what happens when people give you gifts. It's true. It's true. Uh, these, day, dude. I just send my wife uh, all the Amazon links. Here's what I want. Get it for me. She does it. She sends me the Amazon but you links. Can shop for yourself. See, I just don't understand the concept. I get why it's it's called a holiday, Jason. No, not the concept of the holiday <laughs> dork. The concept of here's my list of things I could buy for myself. You buy them for me out yeah. of the bank account we mutually that we share. Share. Yeah. I don't. I now don't you're know. just. Con- I don't know. Convoluting the process. I don't know. If you're looking for answers, you're looking in the wrong place, dude. <laughs> I just do it because. More importantly, how was your? Christmas? Oh, it was amazing. <laughs> it's just amazing. Uh, some family drama at, yeah. the, at the big Christmas well, dinner. Good. It's exciting. For once, it did not involve me, so I got oh. to watch passively as the whole fireworks display went off. Oh, nice. <laughs> People are calling Ubers. It's great. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nice. It was. It was it That's got, a good one. Yeah. It got a little... A humdinger. <laughs> you could say that, sure. Uh, there's a whole side of the family that... We only see on Christmas, and we like to keep it that way. Yeah, you know, yeah, you stay over there, we'll stay over well, here. See, another thing I don't really get the concept see, of: if you have issues, why do you even? It, nothing says I'm legally bound to spend time with you. Uh, it's a thing. See that—that's my advantage. I feel like because I basically don't have a family of my own. Right. So my wife's family is the closest, and you guys, sure. of course, is the the closest thing to a real family. So I'm like, why don't we just leave? Why don't we? Ju- why don't we leave? You know, this is weird. It's why don't awkward. we hang out with people we like? We actually like some. Pe- we have friends. We can hang out with them. Instead, we got to 
watch this fuck, yeah. fuck story play out. Sounds great. Oh, it's beautiful. Kids got everything they wanted. Kids I'm got sure. everything they wanted, man. My wife got me <clears throat> a cold water submersion <clears throat> tank. I nice. put it in the backyard. Yeah. So I sounds awful. It is awful. It is torturous. <laughs> Uh, it's supposed to be healthy. Uh, I'm not sure how. I'm up to a minute and a half I can spend in this thing. Oh, nice. Uh, I hit it this morning at 4.30 a.m. What was the temperature on that? Uh, temperature outside was 31 degrees. Mm-hmm. Inside the tank was about 26. Nice. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, it'll wake you up for the day. Uh, I think I'm going to have to pre-write a letter of apology to all my neighbors. For, I'm sure they think I'm making a porno or feverishly masturbating in my. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, dude. it's it's a it's a wake up call. I'm sure. That's for sure. Still trying to dig your cock out of your stomach. I don't have one. Oh, okay. It's gone. It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> I woke up this morning and there was a dear John letter from my penis. <laughs> it retreated so deep you now have a tail. It just said no way, <laughs> no way, Jose. <laughs> I cannot even wrap my head around doing that. It's. Uh, I will say this. Uh, I don't know what the actual health benefits are. I'm sure there's some. I've seen tons. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. There's like studies and all that, but. Uh, just from like a mental focus standpoint, getting up, hitting that first thing in the morning, getting out of it. Okay. That was the worst part of my day and it's already over and done with. So (laughs) it's only going to get better from here. I just got out of a fucking ice tank. Yeah. So rock and roll, man. So I assume you take a warm shower afterwards. Yes. Or is that considered the bath? No. Okay. No. Cause I can't fit my whole body in that thing. I tried. I can... It looks like I'm trying to fillet myself or something if I yeah. try to do that. Yeah. I am not built that way. Which I'm really getting tired of pushing on your back trying to get you there. <laughs> one a, day, one day you'll make it. Just a few more inches, Jason. Just a few more. Uh, yes, sir. Good times. What else? Um, what else did I get? I got some board games. I always get board games. Got some horror movies, of course. Um, yeah. Other than that, just the usual crapola. Very good. Which is all I asked for. Yeah. You know? I'm happy. A happy guy. All right, well, enough about us and our fucking horror horror Christmases. How about a uh, little little horror stuff here, Jason? How about we kick it off with some horror news, perhaps? Let's do. <laughs> horror news. What you got, amigo? Sad news, What We Do in the Shadows, the series, will conclude with next year's uh, season six. Yeah, it couldn't go forever. Yeah, right? well, I'm glad that it will probably end up end on a high note. So uh, Yeah, I'm sure. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, more importantly, hmm. we now have a Blu-ray announcement for March 26th of When Evil Lurks. Oh, very cool. Yes. Are you going to grab that? Oh, for sure. I'm going to grab it, too. Yeah. Uh, i got to track down Terrified. If I'm going to have that one, i got to have Terrified also. I feel like I can't have one and not the other. Hmm. But did you ever watch Terrified? Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. think of that one? Uh, it, was, it was pretty good. Really? I didn't like it near as much as this one. Though. Oh, yeah. No way. But, this uh, was great. <clears throat> one of the creepiest dead kids I've seen. Probably the creepiest dead kid that I've seen. Not that I've seen a lot of dead kids. Yeah. But uh, that's one hell of a creepy dead kid. Uh, I don't remember. He's just sitting at the table with the cup. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, creepier than uh, the, the dead kid getting his brain scooped out by the, <laughs> the fucking demon. Ooh. You mean the human bag of potato chips that he became? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Right on, man. Well, I'll tell you what, my friend. 
Um, A24's dream scenario is now available on VOD. That's the Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. movie where I think it's like a dark comedy. I think. I don't know. I haven't it's seen got it. a really great uh, rating on IMDb. Yeah, like everybody's having dreams about him all of a sudden. Yeah, he he's really hit a resurgence. Yeah, uh, yeah. This dude is the hardest working man in Hollywood. Dude, he will not say no. No, he, he won't. will not say no. He is contractually obligated to be. He's going to be on next week's show. Oh, the nice. Room. He has to. He sent me a letter. He said, I have to be there. I'm sorry. I have. I don't want to, but I have to do it. Uh, I heard good things. I'll probably check it out eventually. Uh, looks like Christopher Landon has officially left uh, Scream 7. Jeez. So, but- that thing has like the clap or something well everybody, everybody's either getting booted off or running from yeah it. i don't know man i think uh recent political turmoils have influenced some people and fucking people are tweeting things about things that other people don't i, I don't know i can't keep track i know melissa Barrera's out thank fucking christ for that uh i believe jen ortega is still in i Thought she was out because of uh, scheduling conflict. It could be. I could be wrong about that. It goes back and forth all the time. Uh, and now the director's gone. Yeah. So why don't we do, hey, let's do another 10 years without a Scream movie. Please do. You know, we double-backed. We did a back-to-back Scream. Ten, we can we can go 10 years. We'll, watch, we'll re-watch an episode of Scooby-Doo. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you are so hostile about the Scream movies. Uh, Ruggiero Diodato. That name ring any bells? None at all. Okay. He directed Cannibal Holocaust. Okay. And now he's got a video game coming out called Cannibal Tales. It's going directly to stream or uh, Steam. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to get a February release. It looks, I saw like the, the gameplay trailer. It looks kind of like a choose your own adventure type of a deal okay kind of like a role-playing game but like you pick where the character goes and what he does kind of like the uh telltale games yeah. for like walking dead yeah yeah and i think they did a batman one and a yeah they did they really it, i got picked the, up a lot of i got the game those. of thrones one yeah and i didn't there know what a, I, there was a wolfman one. Oh, was there mm-hmm. oh i didn't know what i was getting into so i got the game of thrones one i'm like okay i'm gonna go kill some lannisters and then it's like, oh, do you want to be mean to this lady or do you want to be nice? That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I should do some research before I break out the debit card. Uh, what else we got here? Shining Veil. You ever watch that show? No. Courtney Cox. Um, horror comedy. It's on the Stars Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been canceled after two seasons. And I don't know what the fuck happened, but they, I think, have already removed all the previous episodes from their Mm. streaming service. Wow. So it is no longer accessible by any means. This is why physical media matters. Gotta have physical media, bro. You gotta go out and buy the shit. Otherwise, they can just, they decide what you watch. They do. Fuck that. Fuck all of that. Speaking of physical media, I don't know. I feel like I should probably pick this up. I don't think you're gonna want it. Does the name Coffin Joe ring any bells? Mm-hmm. Six disc box set uh, getting released January 15th from Arrow Video. All of the Coffin Joe films. I only know it in name. Okay. I've seen one or two of the movies. There, He was basically like um, the Brazilian... I don't know what he was supposed to be. 
It, he would. He was like a short little beardy guy with a top hat, and he had fingernails. Um, <laughs> he had legs. He did. He definitely had legs uh, for sure, but they were short. <laughs> uh, sometimes he, he would like narrate these movies, but then he was like kind of part of the plot in a weird way. So it was kind of like a Elvira horror host thing, but then he'd like show up and kill a guy in the middle of the movie. And then there was always plenty of TNA, but these movies were Brazilian and they were made in the late sixties, early seventies. Yeah. So you got a lot of, uh, uh, Bush. I'm There's sure. going to be a lot of pubic hair. Yeah. So prepare yourself. A lot of choreographed dancing. A lot of bad English dubs, uh, maybe. You probably, or are they subbed? Probably. Or you could probably have the option of subtitles or dubbing with this box set. Um, they are interesting. I will tell you that. Um, you got some interesting titles in there, too. I Take Your Soul at Midnight. Mm, okay. The Devil Eats Your Blood. These are the these are the movie Very titles. Literal movies. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't. And you watch it, and you're like, the devil wasn't in this movie, uh, and only three guys got killed. Not as it literal was a, as I thought. A car accident. How the fuck does? Where, I don't know. I I think I might just go ahead and grab it because I don't. Why Why not? Sounds like something you could watch for free. I'm sure you can. Yeah. And uh, of course, I could also watch Birdemic for free. And you, sir, and I spent the money on that. But that one came with a little flappy. It did. <laughs> And it was only 30 bucks. Uh, this one's going to start at about 65 Yeah. So there's lots of extras. There's like a poster situation and all kinds of cover art and uh, interviews with uh, various people that worked with Coffin Joe. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I feel like I should just because at some point I will want to watch a Coffin Joe movie. I know that I will. Maybe we do Coffin Joe month. There we go. Boom. Lock it in. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right man that's all we got on the horror news you ready for some listener mail yeah boy let's do it listener mail yes sir mr harrell uh, why don't we start things off on the, uh, email line all the way from Sydney, Australia. Here comes our main man team. Good eye, mate. Subject line, horror for dummies. Yeah, you better watch it there. Oh no, that's the address. No. <laughs> uh, subject line, it is 100% a slasher film daring fucking fight me. Easy there, fella. What's up, everyone? Hope y'all had an awesome Christmas and here's to a great new year. Terradome, damn it, Darian. Why you have to make this matchup? I love Sam, and I'm pretty confident he will take this out, but Rawhead is my dude. Oh, come on. So I'm taking Rawhead Rex. What a bunch of horse shit. (laughs) I love it. I love a... Where uh, is your loyalty? It's to a horse-faced ogre, is what it is. (laughs) With moon boots. (laughs) With a a rented kiss costume, is what it is. (laughs) Fucking gore roadie. Meat Hook, non-franchise slasher films. Number three, The Burning. You ever seen that one? No. Uh, Jason Alexander and Jennifer Jason Lee. You probably oh, I have. I think I have. Yeah, you probably have. Uh, number two, Black Christmas. I don't put the remakes in with the original. I get that. Uh, the 2006 Black yeah. Christmas. I think it was six <laughs> or seven. Actually, not that bad. 
especially if you watch the 2019 piece of shit. (laughs) Number one, Predator. This is 100% a slasher film, in my opinion. Let's go off Darian's classifications of slasher films. Number one. Darian makes no sense with anything. I don't. Don't listen to me, Tim. Isolated location. The jungle is as isolated as much as Camp Crystal Lake. Uh, Two, stealth kill elements. Who's more stealth than Predator? Uh, Three, disappearing kids. Okay, so they're not kids, but the team before Dutch's team arrived went missing. Uh, I can't remember the other reasons Darian gave, but Predator has a body count. It features people being picked off one by one. Sure, they're not teenagers, but that's the fun of it. Also, the antagonist wears a mask and uses blades for the most part. I class it as a slasher. Fight me. What do you think of that, Jay? There it is. You think it's a slasher? Not by my classification. Mine either. And perhaps if they hadn't had that big firefight at the beginning. But I wouldn't argue it. You would. I'm not arguing anything. I'm not arguing anything. You'll argue if I said it. I would not. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Uh, I better not call it a damn anthology, though. (laughs) Uh, Darian, are you Christmas bloody Christmas? I am. Well done, Tim. That's it for me, guys. Much love to you all, and I'll talk to you in 2024. Happy New Year's, motherfuckers. Right on, Tim. Thanks for writing in, amigo. Fun fact, hmm. uh, Predator-related. Just watch these uh, like former military guys. <clears throat> they were. It's a very long video, and I don't know how the hell I ended up on it. Okay. But they were. They have extensively tested various ways to defeat thermal imaging. Okay. So they finally actually set a dude up to just slather himself in mud, Predator style. Yeah. And it, to date, gave them the best results of any other technology they've tried. Mud. When all else fails, get some mud. They walked right past this dude. Nice. It was cool. Mud. I guess that would count then, right? I guess that is technically a slasher. I mean, he's got all the elements. All the elements are there, sure. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like one to me. I, just, I think it's the big firefight at the beginning. See, Tim, he's trying to argue. I'm not arguing. I'm just stating that it's, well, it's... I don't know what I'm saying. All right, we got some voicemails here, hot dog. Why don't we kick things off with our main man in Alabama? Here comes Mr. Allen. Padded room, what What's the fuck up? is up? What's I up, I hope everybody Alan? had a good Christmas. Um, Paradome, give me Sam. Okay. Good Meat boy. Hook, standalone slashers. I'm going to go with number three, the Prowler, number two, Intruder, and number three, I'm going to go Trick or Treat with uh, Sammy Kerr. Okay. Uh, Mr. Darian, are you Christmas, bloody Christmas, or bloody Christmas, bloody, or <laughs> whatever? It's more with the robot Santa. Yes, I watched sir. it. I loved it. Um... That's all I got. Y'all have a good one. Talk to y'all later. Right Bye. on. I really thought Alan was going to go Rawhead Rex. I thought he was, too. Yeah. Because normally he goes with the more heavy metal. He does. Whatever is more metal, he'll go with. <clears throat> right on there, Alan. I you... swear, Tim, if you're the reason for Sam's downfall, I will fly to Australia. Well, right now we're tied at three and three. I know. I got one more voicemail here. Oh. It's from our main man. From down south, Mr. Tom Hardy. He'll go rocker. Oh. <laughs> hey yo. Hey yo. Padded room. How's my favorite? Good. What's up, week? Big Daddy? 
I do hope everyone is doing well. Want to yeah. have a good Merry Christmas, getting ready for that their New Year. Yes, sir. I uh, wanted to get in real quick on you uh, with hmm. the uh, Terror Dome there. What do you think? We got uh, Sam. And Rawhead yeah. Rex. Rawhead, right? Yeah, I mean, buddy. Rawhead Rex. I got nothing more than fucking I just want to see Rawhead Rex win one. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, put me down for Rawhead Rex. Oh, yeah. oh terrible. Oh, what do you look into that department? Don't know who you are in the educating department. It's a new movie. But I did have some thoughts on the meat hook. Okay, yeah, um, let's hear it. So, look, hmm. we got the single, like, one-off slasher. Yes. Man. And, uh... Don't have you know, to be came up like, um... Uh, I believe uh, Mr. Harold there was saying, hey, I like Shocker. It's a great slasher. Sure. And, you know, some people say, oh, no, that's a supernatural. And, man... Get the fuck out of here, man. If it's a slasher to you, it's a slasher, you know? And I fucking, if you're not going to call that a slasher, then Nightmare on Elm Street's not a slasher because it has a supernatural element. Sure. Fucking Halloween's not a slasher because eventually it does have a supernatural element where, you know, Michael Myers is, I don't know, fucking... He's like a, a child of Thorn or yeah, something like that. Whatever. The same with Jason Voorhees, you yeah. know? He's, he's undead, he so... Does that make him a zombie? I, you know what? Everyone gets to have their own little qualifiers. And sure. I'm sure if you fucking drill it down enough, they'll have an exception to why this is or this is does not fit that fucking category. Just don't call it a trick And for me, myself, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Anybody says, hey, that's a zombie flick. That's not a zombie flick because it's a rage virus. What? As long as they're not saying, hey, my favorite zombie movie is like The Exorcist. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that would be stupid. <laughs> that is a stretch. Oh, we lost him. Let's get him back. God damn it. Fiddlesticks. Fucking drill it down enough. They'll have an exception to why this is or this is does not fit that fucking category. And I, for me, myself... I don't oh. give a fuck. Anybody says, hey, that's a zombie flip. That's not a zombie flip because it's a rage virus. What? As long as they're not saying, hey, my favorite zombie movie is like The Exorcist, I don't give a fuck. I mean, everybody can fucking rank it as they please. So I'm sorry. While that tangent there, my apologies. No, okay. you're fine. So single one-off for the slasher film. What do you think? I'm sure you're going to get a lot of the burning and go to, uh, yeah. pieces and whatnot. So let me give you one that... You don't hear a lot about, but still it's a good one. Okay. Uh, the Prowler. Yeah. Good 80s slasher. I'm not uh, mad at that. Steve Miner, the dude who did uh, Friday the 13th Part 3. Yeah. It's a good one. It's uh, one-off, and uh, it's fucking fun. There's some nice moves um, in that one. Also, uh, another good one-off, uh, Behind the Mask, The Rise of Leslie Vernon. Sure. It is hey, man, good. some motherfucker's going to say, hey, that's a that's a found footage. Some motherfucker's going to say, that's a horror it's comedy. It's a documentary. And they're all right. <laughs> it's also a fucking slasher. And it's a damn good one, in my opinion. I'm not one mad of the best at that. slashers, I think, uh, I don't know, the last fucking 10, 15 years. I, don't, I, I fucking love that. Most likable slasher. It's, a, it's a good one. And then um, for number one. GP. That happens. He called back, though. G motherfucking P. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry about that. No, that you're good. Number one, be down for my bloody Valentine. That's a good one, too. I think it's still fair. It still is in the fair category because it only has a remake and not like a sequel. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that original My Bloody Valentine, that's just a great fucking slasher, a great flick. 
one of the early uh, slashers, man. I, I love that one, dude. That's a good good mix of uh, slasher, giallo. And, I keep meaning to pick that one know, up. Oh, I, I love that book. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, huh. special uh, special mention okay. for uh, one-off sure. slashers. I know what you did last summer. That's a franchise. Because it should have just been the first fucking flick. Everything after that has just been the biggest piece of yeah. fucking shit. Yeah, I would agree. Anyway. All right. Hey. Hope all is well. Love you like family. Happy New Year to all the inmates. Bye. Love you too, Tom Hardy, and Happy New Year to you too, my friend. Uh, Yeah, I know what you did last summer. Great show. Those sequels, though, man. Yeah, a little rough. That's just my opinion. Well, right on, Tom Hardy. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Teradome votes are locked. Yeah, thanks for ruining Teradome. <laughs> and Jason's night, by the way. Uh, you got anything for Tom Hardy, Alan, or uh, Tim? I have nothing for Tom Hardy, and wow. I have love for the rest of you. Wow. <laughs> wow. You have earned his ire, Mr. Hardy. <laughs> All right, let's get into a movie, amigo. Let's do. Novice. We get a little... It's very difficult to access. At the bottom of this part of the lake, there's a perfectly preserved house. Let's go. There she is. Everything stayed exactly how it was. It's the deep house, Jason Harrell. It is. It got 5.3 stars on IMDb. It's written and directed by Alexandra Bustillo. Uh, stars Camille Rowe, James Jagger, and Eric Savine. We're in France. France. Franchi. We're in, I think, I, yeah, we're in France. We. 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 I think. I know uh, she speaks French to the guy that drives him out. Yeah, so. so I would assume that we're in France. Well, actually, we start in the Ukraine. Because we're going to meet our two uh, protagonists here. It's Ben and Tina, everybody. Uh, Camille Rowe, <clears throat> before I get into the story, what do you think of her? That's the same chick from uh, Night of the Hunted that we watched a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, she's fine. Good enough actress. Attractive young lady. Um, yeah, I don't have a problem with her. Uh, we get to see a nipple here for a quick second. I did not see it. You didn't see it? Well, you got to be paying attention. I know you are. I've got an eye for nipples. <laughs> <laughs> they stick out to me. Um but uh, I liked her better uh, in the Night of the Hunted. Night of the Hunted than uh, than this for sure. Okay, fair enough. Even uh, with the nipple. Well, there was a nipple here. Um, they are urban explorers, I guess, and uh, they have a YouTube channel, and they're monetizing it, I think, or trying to, or trying to make some kind of career push into the urban exploration get paid to go into abandoned fucking buildings. I would love to do that 
Except I don't want to. I mean, <laughs> if, if I got if the paycheck was there, I would do it. But sure. like, I have no, I feel no need to go poke around in an old factory. No, I'm worried about getting urinated on by a homeless dude. Yeah, or, or fucking black lung disease. B- or... Bitten by a rat. Now I got to have a yeah. pinky toe amputated. No, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, it's interesting. Anyway, they're in the Ukraine. They're in some old uh, bunker, I think, and they're walking around. Off the bat, I didn't like Ben. He does that fucking thing where he just uh, kind of hides and lets her wander around and then jumps out and scares her. He's such a prick. He is. I don't like him. Now, of course... She comes off a little cunty. She does. Uh, but he's a real bitch. I don't think he, I don't think she would be down for this. Not with him. Like, I get it. Like, they they met in college. We get this whole backstory in a few minutes. But they, they met in college and fell in love and they want to get married. But he wants to go to Vegas to do a drive through wedding. Fuck that. He's a very self-concerned. Yeah. Just a bitch. He gets all moody and apathetic when his <laughs> doesn't get enough clicks so on his moody. thing. Ah, all right. Anyway, so anyway, they're poking around. He does that prick move where he disappears and reappears and scares the crap out of her. Um, if I do that to my wife, I'm getting slapped. And I know that. That's why I don't do it. Um, and then eventually we catch up with them like a couple, three, five months later. They're now in France and uh, they're getting ready to go out on their next big urban exploration. Um, so apparently I'm not sure what the point of this was, but they've been training for this one by holding their breath in the bathtub. And this is where we get to see the previously mentioned nipple there, Jason, in case you want to revisit this and do like a nipple scan. (laughs) Um, It's right there. I'll get the zoom button ready. I'll point it out to you. Um, what's the point of that exactly? I mean, I get it. You're going, it's going to be a scuba dive thing because they want to go to this, uh, submerged town that's now in a in a lake in France, which is cool. Well, you would think if you're going, to, just like she said to Ben, if we're going scuba diving, not snorkeling. Right. Why do I need to hold my breath? Which is a good question. And he never really gives any kind of an answer. Uh, anyway, she's practicing this in the hotel bathtub. Uh, she gets out and she lies about, she told him she could hold her breath for like three minutes. Yeah. It was like a minute and a half. minute and a half. And you could see and it he, on the watch. And he, and he bitched at her. He's like, only three minutes? Yeah. You got to do better than that. As he lights up a a cigarette. Yeah, lights up a cigarette and hands it to her. You want to improve lung capacity? That's how you go about it, fuck boy. Uh, Anyway, they get in their fun little camper van and off they go to this lake, which is supposed to be like off the beaten path. Nobody knows about it. Um, And underneath the lake is a town that was submerged and I guess a dam was blown up. So it flooded the town and now it's a reservoir. So under the water of this lake is a bunch of abandoned structures, and they're going to get down there, and it's going to be awesome. They get to the lake, and son of a bitch, Jason, if it isn't one of the happening tourist spots in rural France, I guess. It looked like freaking Havasu. Yeah, they had a food truck out there, that kid splashing around, there's a little pier going out there, it's almost like uh, Donner when we go up there. Uh, everybody's having a great time, and now Ben is throwing a temper tantrum. Nobody's supposed to be here. Every fool with a GoPro is down there taking footage of my lake. So she's like, yeah, well, that happened. How about we just have a take a vacation day and just enjoy this uh, lake and have a... And he's like, yeah, fine. I'm going to go get some wine from this, I guess, food trucks in France. I'll have wine. And I, they better fucking have baguettes, too. If I can't get a baguette and a glass of wine from a French food truck, 
fuck that, man. I'm just glad you said baggot. <laughs> baguette? <laughs> or baguette. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to go somewhere else. With well, that. I expect they got those too at the food truck. <laughs> So uh, he goes down there and gets a couple of Dixie cups full of wine. While he's down there, he strikes up a conversation with somebody. And she's like, ah, Jesus Christ, here we go with this shit. Uh, He comes back and he's like, hey, that guy over there, his name's Pierre. And he said that a couple miles down the road is another lake that really nobody knows about. And there's a perfectly preserved house at the bottom of it. So she's like, fuck. All right, let's go. So they grab Pierre, they hop in the van, they get driving. Now, apparently, this the the initial conversation said that the lake was only going to be like three or four miles down the road. They got to drive like an hour and a half, and then they got to walk another four or five miles through the French woods with all their scuba crap because I guess the van couldn't get to the lake. So, like a couple of idiots, they just follow Pierre because we're gonna we're gonna put our faith in this random stranger who's now leading us through the woods. While we're with thousands of dollars of scuba equipment and a very cool underwater drone, which mm-hmm. I'll get to in a second. <clears throat> uh, during, Tom. Tom, because like peeping Tom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get there. Pierre's being a, a weirdo, but I just assume all people in France are weirdos. You assume. Yeah, I mean, he's like staring at uh, Tina while she's driving. Now they're having a conversation in French. Uh, which is cool because Ben doesn't know what they're ta- they, what they're saying. Um, we find get a little backstory. They met in college, uh, and then they were like in the research department at NYU. And uh, Ben had the bright idea that that we or yeah, Ben had the bright idea that they should just stop researching and just start going to these places and making these videos. And he must have a big dick because she followed along. He didn't look like a guy with a big dick, but neither do I. Pro- probably because I don't have one. Yeah, we we <laughs> we know. We now know yours is retreated into your stomach. <laughs> I have a second belly button. Um. So yeah, that's that's like the backstory. And uh, Tina's fluent in French because she her mom was from France, so that's great. Uh, once we get there, uh, we we catch kind of Pierre like moseying off and like talking to himself and he's dropping some lovecraft on us uh i don't remember the exact phrase um that which is dead may eternal lie and forgotten eons even death may die it's a quote from the call of cthulhu but it has no pertinence here sure why he would just Burt that out. I don't know. But he just does. And they're like, what'd you say? And he's like, nothing. sounds cool. Yeah. It's also, I think uh, Metallica used it in a song once or twice. But um, he's like, nothing. I'm just over here talking to myself. Never mind. And then they, they get on their scuba equipment. And this is where we meet their very cool underwater drone, Tom, like peeping Tom. Uh, I guess, I don't know if this technology is real or if they just made it up for the movie. But it'll just keep sh- following you. And shoot you as you are going around. Is that a thing? Can they yep, do that? Okay. That's a thing. And they do it underwater too? I would assume same tech is I would assume that tech transfers to underwater okay. type of deals. What do you think one of those goes for? Now well, it would have to be you would think it'd be pretty fucking pricey because yeah. it also has to be aware of like things, things above it, things right. below it. Like it, because it's not only just following him, it's also like going off on its own yeah. kind of deal. Well, and it, from the looks so of I, it, I think they were adding real life tech with 
movie making nonsense. Okay, so, so like the thing where he controls it. And yeah, he, like he sends it, it, it into the house. It seemed a little too simplistic for what all like it was capable of doing. Okay, yeah, you probably need like a keyboard or something. Something that, that you're not More taking. Than, I mean, that thing looked like it had two buttons. Oh, no, it was a quarterback. It was like the it. Atari of like <laughs> drone control. <laughs> well, I mean, if that Titan sub was running off an Xbox, that's control, true. <laughs> of course, we all saw how that worked yeah, out. That worked out great. Uh, okay, so that's pretty cool. Uh, they get down there, they start uh, paddling around a bag. They can communicate with each other, and uh, which is great. Tina's already starting to spaz out a little bit. Uh, what a, yeah, it's really cool, but I don't know what we're doing. Do you have to go this deep? Nailed it. Yeah, totally. And uh, Pierre told him right before they got in the water just to follow the stairs. Apparently, there's some stairs that go right down to the house. Uh, so that's what they do. Very cool. They see some fish. They're playing music. They can do that uh, with these headsets. Uh, they're rocking out with some tunes. It's it's a dirty looking lake, Jason. A lot of crud in the water. Not exactly Tahoe out there in France. Uh, very murky. Um, they follow. They find the stairs. They follow the stairs. Eventually, they come to the house, which appears to be like a palatial estate from the outside. It's got like a gate that surrounds the main building, and uh, it's there's a bunch of like no, what I assume are no trespassing signs in French. So they're like, oh, okay, very cool. That must be why nobody came in here. They saw the signs. Everybody's a comedian. Um, after that, they kind of have to try to find a way into the house. Uh, like there's, it wasn't seaweed, but there's like some kind of vegetation that's growing like cocooning all the windows, except for one which goes to, like, the roof. So it's a little circular job. They go up there. They send Tom in through the circular window on the roof. He goes in. It's basically an attic. There's a bunch of junk in there. So after that, they follow him in. Very cool. Uh, house is creepy as shit, dude. It is. I, the, I'm in love with the concept of a, like, underwater ghost situation. Mm-hmm. Um there's some great visuals here. Um, they get in. It's. I think they said they like as they were setting up the backstory. They said they flooded the uh, lake, or the uh, the house area, the valley, in like the late seventies or something like that. And you can kind of get that vibe looking at like mm-hmm. the furniture, the wallpaper. Um, inside, once they're inside the house, like the clarity was a lot better for me too. Like it, it really came across as like really clear what like visually like the camera filmed very well oh yeah there. it looked really good yeah it's uh yeah but the house looks just like a creepy underwater. yeah is a, a aesthetically it was really bitching yeah and on top of that it's underwater so you have like there's one scene where they go into the dining room and there's just a perfect candelabra mm-hmm. just kind of hovering yeah above the table i thought that was badass um, they're in there, they're poking around, they come to, um, they get down out of the attic into the, I guess the second floor and they're kind of cruising around the bedrooms. Already the weird shit is starting. Uh, we get to one bedroom and there's a bunch of what I assume were missing children posters and, uh, pictures of random kids on the wall. So what the fuck is going on there? I don't know. Nothing good. I'm sure. Get to another bedroom. For a second, Ben thinks he sees somebody, um, like, in the canopy of a bed. But And, the, like, the, the cool thing about this movie is, like you said, the visual aesthetic. But you have Tom also there. 
and the way it's kind of manipulating the light so you can it should be dark as shit down there you shouldn't be able to see anything but the way it's manipulating the light it lends itself to like silhouettes Mm -hmm. very ghosty kind of things yeah and being underwater just gives it a whole other supernatural element i thought for sure um plus you know it adds to that you're not gonna run from you know if something happens where in a traditional movie you can run like hell. Yeah. Yeah, you're not gonna run like hell. Just dog paddle. Right. Dog <laughs> lot, paddle your fucking aggressive ass off. Flippering. Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> uh yeah. So there's that too. Um things just get creepier and creepier. Uh eventually we get down to the ground floor. I'm blazing through a lot of this because there's a lot of them just swimming and looking at creepy shit. Yeah. Like at one point they yeah. go to uh, one of the other bedrooms, and in another great aesthetic, this creepy doll just kind of floats out and like goes, and it kind of goes right towards the camera, and then mm-hmm. it just keeps floating right out of the room. Yeah, which would be enough to make me piss my wetsuit absolutely easily. Uh, and that just kind of goes on. Eventually, we get down to the ground floor, and that's where we find the dining room with the floating candelabra, which I thought was awesome. Um, also, we get to the kitchen. Um, now, in the kitchen, there is a door um, that goes somewhere, but it's being held shut by a giant crucifix with an anointed body of Christ on it. So, logically speaking, you would have to assume that whoever lived in this house was Catholic, because that's something that Catholics are into. And, uh, but it's the way the, the giant, and by giant, I mean, this thing is like what, eight feet tall. It covers the span of the door. Yeah. Floor yeah. to ceiling at mm-hmm. least, maybe even a little bit bigger, but, um, the way it's like, it's kind of like barricading the door shut as if there's something on the other side of the door that wants to get out. And this body of Christ crucifix is holding it in. So like the dipshits they are, they decide to pop the crucifix out. And go poke around on the other side of the door. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, they're after views and clicks, Jason. You have they to remember are. that. And they Gotta keep, get the clicks. They keep Gotta reminding us. Gotta get those us. thumbs up. They keep reminding us. It's not quite as bad. <laughs> Be sure to like and subscribe. <laughs> it's not quite as bad as that one uh, we did, Superhost. Yeah. That one was pretty obnoxious. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it was movie. more of a comedy, yeah. though. <laughs> um, anyway. They, uh, they open it up. Turns out this door goes down to the basement. Well, fuck me. Uh, they get to swimming down there, and I'll be goddamn, Jason, if they don't find two dead bodies. There's two dead guys down there. Uh, they're chained up in this very Hellraiser-esque hook-and-chain scenario, mm-hmm. and they've got like a sacrifice pit underneath them with like some fun occulty symbols yeah. going on. Uh, they're like, oh, fuck. And they've got weird masks on, the two dead guys, yeah. which... Introduces like a BDSM element, <laughs> but they still have all their clothes on. So again, it looked very cool. Yeah, I like this. Um, they get down there like, okay, well, okay, we're done filming now. We got to go call the cops and uh, figure that out. Uh, as they're going out, they stop by. They're thinking they're just going to go out the front door. So as they're headed out towards the front door, they stop in what appears to be either a living room or a parlor or family room or something like that. And they start looking around at like all the paintings and stuff. And we realize that this is a house owned by the Montanac family, which I believe is also a Lovecraftian character that 
I think maybe Charles Dexter. It's a whole thing. But uh, they're like, oh, yeah, the Montanacs. And then they're looking at um, like the, the family. There's like a family tree situation. And sure as shit, I don't know how they figured it out, but we discovered that Pierre, the guy that brought him there, is actually the son of one of the Montanacs. So they're like, oh, he set us up. You think they might have more than one Pierre in France? Yeah. And the guy on the picture, by the way, looked nothing like the old dude. But whatever. I can write this off. Uh, they're like, oh, yeah, this motherfucker, we're going to go talk to the cops. Uh, they try the front door. They can't get it open because of all of the underwater fucking plant life is holding it shut, along with all the windows on the first and second floor. Uh, okay, no big deal. We'll just go back up to the uh, attic and go out that little porthole. Sure. Uh, they get up there that now things are starting to get really creepy because now we see there's a couple of quick shots of like somebody else swimming around the house, a teenage girl from the looks of it wearing a nightgown. Uh, now this could be a thing or it could be, there was some mention of oxygen deprivation and, uh, like the way it can make you hallucinate. So Tina's the only one seeing the apparition and she's really quick to almost hyperventilate because she gets to a breathing so aggressively all the fucking time yes. throughout the entire movie in between screaming the word ben six thousand fucking times uh, yes yes uh somebody has seen the blair witch project clearly <laughs> it's fine um Anyway, they get back up to the attic, and they go to the little circular window that they came in, and son of a bitch if it isn't bricked up all of a sudden. Underwater masonry, Jason. Mm -hmm. You know what? You get the right team down there. They can make it happen on a dime, (laughs) and probably for a decent price. Uh, They're like, this is impossible. It can't be. Okay, no big deal. Uh, This is probably maybe we got turned around. We're at the different window. Let's just, uh, we'll check all the other windows. We'll, we'll find a way out of here. Okay, sure. So that's what they, they do. They start poking around at the different windows and things like that. Um, again, creepy stuff all over the place. They get the idea at some point that they're going to swim up the chimney. Now, I like this movie. I like it a lot. And uh, if it, I would I'd buy it on Blu-ray right now if it existed on Blu-ray. Uh, but this part, I don't like at all. Because there's one pet peeve I have about haunted house movies, Jason. What's that? It's the ghost quake. I hate that shit. At some point in almost every haunted house movie, everything starts shaking and a big fucking mess happens. And you never really understand why or what the fucking point of that was other than just to make a big mess. So this is we're at that point in the movie where we're going to swim up and out of the chimney, and that's exactly what we're doing. we got a little shoestring cable attaching them together so they don't get lost, even though they're only going, going one, straight. One, 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 <laughs> right. only one way to go. Uh, but they get up there, and then that's when the stupid fucking ghost quake happens. You can't tell what the hell's going on other than shaky cam, bubbles, screaming, ow, ow, ow. And then all the cameras just go off. Because at this point in the film, we're in found footage territory for sure. Uh, what the fuck happened? I don't know. Did the chimney collapse? I'd be good if it did, because then there'd be a giant hole in the ceiling, in the roof. Swim right the fuck out of there. Uh, and no event. So we have to assume that they both got knocked out unconscious. Uh, I mean, a brick falling from underwater right it's not <laughs> you understand <laughs> not what a I'm lot saying? of momentum there. yeah i mean you could probably just knock it out of the way but whatever 
Oh, sure, they got knocked unconscious. They come to, they're now separated. Um, ben is upstairs somewhere, and Tina is on the ground floor. Uh, Tina starts poking around, and she's try- trying to find Ben. So she's thinking, well, that crazy fuck, he probably went back to the basement to get more footage of the dead guys, because that's probably a safe Good assessment. assumption. Yeah, safe assessment, I'd say. So she goes back to the basement, uh, gets down there with the dead guys. They're still there at this point. Uh, she's like, oh, okay, good. But then she's poking around, and then she looks down, and the two dead guys are gone. Oh, shit, what happened? I don't know. So she starts screaming for Ben, Ben, Ben. Ben's upstairs. He is now um, trying to find Tina also. He swims down. I guess they're still communicating via the shortwave rate, whatever the fuck communication device they have. Yeah, it's hard to kind of keep track because a lot of it is – you know, kind of rinse and repeat. Yeah. And you know, like, okay, skulk around the house a little bit more. Try to find each other. Yeah. Uh, some of it ends up being like a, a pseudo dream sequence. There where is like that. She thinks she that she's yelling for him for 10 minutes. But in reality, I guess he's like, dude, you were right here the whole time. Yeah. Like, so anyway, they're in the basement. She somehow, this part, part I thought was kind of silly. Uh, she looks down. The dead guys are gone. So she's freaking out. Somehow she manages to fuck herself all up in these chains and get, <laughs> catches a hook in the leg. Yeah. <laughs> and this is when Ben is like, hey, 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 calm your ass down. <laughs> I like this part because when Tom or whatever it was comes down there, she is somehow upside down in the chains, <laughs> freaking right out. <laughs> so I thought that would have been fun to watch. Uh, he's like, hey, calm, calm down. And she's like, no, the dead guys, they're gone. And he's like, no, look, they're right here. See, there's the guy and the girl and there's two dead people and it's fine. They haven't moved. So she's like, oh, okay, well, get me out of here. Um, at this point, Ben gets uh, to be a wise ass and he takes the masks off the two dead guys. Okay, well, having noticed the pictures that we saw in the parlor earlier and now seeing the faces on these two guys, we now recognize them as mom and dad Montanac. So, okay, uh, what, did they chain themselves up down here and then just let the area flood? I don't know. So they're like, okay, well, that's fucking scary shit. Uh, they get to looking around. Of course, Ben wants more footage of the dead guys because he thinks this is going to make him some kind of an internet superstar. And uh, Tina's like, okay, well, let's, let's keep looking. And now they've got these little oxygen gauges. Uh, Tina's down to like 12% and Ben's down to like 8%. So... It's getting a little freaky. At this point, uh, Ben kind of goes into pseudo-possessed mode. Yeah. Like, uh, he just starts kind of... No, we are one with the house. Yeah, he gets real monotone, and he's only giving, like, one-word answers all of a sudden. Um, Tina's like, "Uh, okay, whatever, man. Uh, he's like, okay, I'm going to show you a way out. Follow me. And then he goes into like a side room off the, the basement. And fuck me if there isn't a full-on theater down there. Complete with uh, a wet bar and uh, like look like rec- reclined very seating. Wet <laughs> very wet bar. Very wet. Reclined seating. And he's like, no, we are one with the house. We are meant to be here. And she's like, shut up, man. We got to go. He's like, I will show you the way out. So she follows him into the side theater room, 
And this is when the electricity magically starts working in the house, Jason. Uh, there's a projector that starts firing up, and we're going to... we're going to ghost quake. Yeah, well, it's ghost underwater ghost movie theater, so there's that. Um, and now we're going to watch a little uh, Montanac home video that we got here. Basically, what we're going to learn through this video in Ben's monotone uh, droning is that uh, the Montanacs were devil worshippers slash practitioners of black magic and they'd been kidnapping and sacrificing kids in the local area um the townspeople that live a couple i don't know a little ways away got wise to this and not only did they want the montanax dead but they wanted to flood that valley and make sure that nobody ever found out anything basically just take a mulligan on the whole thing i think is what we were going for so they stormed the house. Uh, Pierre got away, of course. The girl, Sarah, the ghost girl that we've been seeing floating around, is still there. Um, she got killed by the mob. Uh, the mob then captured Mr. and Mrs. Montanac, chained them up in the basement, put the masks on them, which I guess were supposed to be some kind of binding situation. No clue. Uh, yeah, so as long as they had the masks on in the basement, I guess that we were okay. But uh, now... They flood the island or the valley and submerge everything and basically pretend the whole shit never existed. Uh, very cool, except that Pierre got away and now he's leading tourists to this lake to be further sacrificed or something. I don't know. Uh, okay, very cool. Um, this is where the big chase kind of takes place. And by big chase, I mean... <laughs> They're kind of the, the, okay. So the the mom and dad get loose from the chains, and they're kind of like swimming. They're not really swimming. They're kind of bobbing. They're sure towards them. I don't know. Water it's, walking. Sure, <laughs> doing like a running man kind of a thing to get them. Um, Tina at this point realizes that going through the screen takes her to. Like an underwater cave. I think every house in France comes with a set of catacombs. It should. Uh, that's the only reason to move to France. I'm mm -hmm. here for the free catacomb. Uh, there's, there's like that's. I guess that's where they threw the bodies. It was like a sacrificial pit, and just like there's like a shaft going up, but it only goes up so far. So if I'm understanding this correctly, uh, she just swims up and then just starts clawing her way through the dirt. Ben's right behind her. He kind of snapped out of it, but then ghost Sarah shows up and starts stabbing Ben with a diving knife, I guess. I thought uh, Tina. Yeah. Uh, I thought she stabbed Ben with a knife. No, ghost Sarah popped up behind him, remember? And started. She stabbed him once. Okay, that's, it was... that's the only stab I remember. Okay. okay, Tina stabbed him once. That kind of snapped him out of his possessed, yeah, his whatever. Possession. Mm -hmm. And then. Uh, Ben was holding the knife, and then Sarah popped up behind him and just took the knife and started okay. stabbing him in the chest. So he's dead. Uh, Tina freaks right out. She's like, peace out, y'all. Starts clawing her way through the dirt and the muck to get out of the shaft. Makes it out and is swimming towards the surface. Gets about halfway there, and then I, her oxygen meter says zero. So she's like, okay, takes the mask off. But then she just kind of stays there. Well, I guess what she's trying to do is decompress, right? No, I think she just couldn't go any further. She just gassed out and ran out of oxygen. Okay. But I, wasn't that the whole purpose of holding your breath? So that you could... But, it, again, but she 
didn't she didn't train herself up Just smoking too many cigarettes man if she would have you know trained up to the level that she said she could have made it probably yep lying bitch so and i so this is the second time i've seen it and mm-hmm. i actually that part didn't even register with me till this time which is you know what if she actually would have trained up properly yeah then she wouldn't have died at the end right she would have i mean because she was right there well, she made a remark to Ben at one point earlier in the movie that they're not going to have enough oxygen to make the stops on the way up. Right. To like, they, yeah, they need to stop along the way or at least ascend slowly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because of the decompression, get, get the bends or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think you're willing to forego that. If I'll take the bends. Right. D- two dead uh, zombies, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And running out of air. And running out of air. So you're at least going to gamble it. But she had no capacity to even gamble it. She was completely out of air. Right. Had no lung capacity to hold her breath. Right. And just died. Just drowned. Yes. And that's the end of your movie right there, that's Jason. It. What did you think of The Deep House? So this was recommended to me by a, a guy I worked with. Mm-hmm. And I did not like it very much. So this is my rewatch, and I now realize why. what is it that ruins this movie for me. Because mm-hmm. in concept, there's so much to like here, mm-hmm. like we alluded to. Yeah. Underwater, haunted house, so many good elements. Oh, yeah. Visually, it looked great. But those two characters, one, he's a fucking annoying shitbag. I agree. Um, He cannot. Uh, he acts so bad okay and the whole movie is just them screaming each other's name especially her <laughs> right screaming his name right over and over and over on like on fucking loop yeah it's like a really bad asmr or something oh. it's like it's and it ruins everything for me it's so annoying mm-hmm. so i just can't like it as much as i want to i get that is do you think the annoyingness of it was part of her portrayal of the character, like she was supposed to be that annoying. I, honestly, I just think it's the, the the dialogue, the script. Okay. If they did not have that name, I mean, there's this one time I started counting, and she <laughs> she rolled it off like five seconds with or five times within five seconds. Oh yeah. I mean, it was horrible. Yeah. I, I just couldn't take it, man. So, and he's just a really. His lines are delivered very flat, and he's an asshole. Yeah, and I think uh, being being a British asshole make the just kind of it makes him more <laughs> grating. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, it, it, I under, I'm feeling you on the annoyingness of uh, Tina and all, like, what does that script look like? Ben. Well, it has ben. the word Ben in there 10,000 times. Ben, Ben, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> ben, we're Ben, go- Ben. We're going to get the Bens. Ben, ben we got to go or we'll get the Bens. Um, yeah, I get that, man. Um, I liked it. I can just watch it for the visuals and like the, just the concept of an underwater haunted house. And that's basically how it was pitched to me by my buddy that yeah. I worked with. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, that sounds great. Sure. Um yeah, man, but that script just wrecks it for me. I get that. I get that. I think it's it, the Franklin, the Franklin uh, effect. The Franklin Fuck, effect. <laughs> I, or as I call it, the Donahue effect. I think um, I'm not mad at uh, the girl, Camille Rowe. Um, ben, I could do without, but he's not really. 
He's a he's a piece of shit, but I think he's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I think I'm a, to be honest with you, I'm a little predisposed to not liking anybody that's trying to be an influencer. That's just old man Darian <laughs> being an old man, I guess. Says the guy with a podcast. I know it. God damn it, I'm going to make it big, Jason. <laughs> One of these days, I say check it out. It's if nothing else, just for the concept. It's original, if nothing else. It has some great visuals. It does. I will give it, it that really also. Does. Uh, why don't we take us a little break, amigo? Yes, sir.
If you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, Jason Harrell. Yeah, we are. Yes, we are, my friend. Well, this is about the time in the show, Jason, that we do a little something called Three on a Meat Hook. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook, you probably already knew. Underwater horror films. Jason, what do you got on number three? My number three, for all of its cheesiness, is Deep Blue Sea. I had a feeling. I had a feeling that might pop it's up. It's got to make the cut. It, it does. just Even with its shortcomings. It's, it's not it a bad movie. It just holds up. It's not a bad movie at all. I mean, there's some silliness, but that doesn't necessarily make it bad. No. I love uh, what you get Samuel L. Jackson for fourteen minutes, maybe, <laughs> and great. a good it's eight great. of that is him yelling and screaming. The first time I saw that movie, with no idea what happened to him, yeah, that took me so by surprise. Oh yeah, and I was like, "This is fucking fabulous." Of course, I didn't expect that. No way, it's great. Yeah, even <laughs> the part where the shark uh, pins the scientist up against the wall yeah. <laughs> or the the window, like, "Look what I got." <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a fun flick. It is. I, it's it's a good shark movie. Uh, my number three is a good haunted submarine movie. I'm talking about Below. Mm-hmm. That movie was not nearly, uh, didn't have a right to be as good as it is, I think. I don't think anybody, I've never heard anybody talk about it, ever. I didn't. I bought it and I owned it for like five years as part of one of those dipshit Walmart multi-pack things. Yeah, which means I probably bought that for a different movie that's on there. And I popped it in when we did it for the show, and I was like, "This is a really good movie." There's A-list actors in there. You got Bruce Greenwood, um, Zach Galifianakis was in there, a bunch of other dudes. Yeah, it's a great movie, and Solid. I like I like the concept of. Uh, you fucked up. You blew up the wrong boat, and now the ghosts sure. of that ship are now fucking with you and flash frying your crew. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's good. Yeah, totally. Uh, that's Still don't of... hear anybody talk about it. No, not really, other than me. 
and you, <laughs> right. we're it. We're we are the clearly below, nobody uh, listens cheerleading team. <laughs> yeah. Watch watch below, inmates. Do yourself a favor. What do you got at number two, big guy? Well, for as silly as my number three was, my number two, much sillier. <laughs> Perfect. Piranha 3D. Yeah, buddy. 2010. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Any movie with Gianna Michaels in it is A-OK in my I'm book. I'm sold at Jerry O'Connell. That too. I love that guy. God, he can play a good scumbag when he <laughs> wants great. to. Right? He's so good. Just a sleazy sleazer. Uh, so while not 100% underwater, I mean, the creatures themselves are natively underwater, so... They are native to underwater, yes. Right. They are fish, so... <laughs> so so I'm like, you know what? He'll probably try to argue I'm it. I'm not going to say a word. I'm not saying a word. I'm not going to argue with you. I agree. Piranha 3. Did you ever see the original Piranha? I've never seen it. It's very... It's Roger Corman. I do know the greatest Piranha scene of any movie, though. The... Hmm. Uh, it was uh, in The Toy with, um, shit. Uh, Richard Pryor? Richard Pryor. Jackie Gleason? Yeah. I don't remember a piranha scene. <laughs> Dude, he goes, he goes walking out into like this creek or something, yeah. and uh, but he doesn't know it's filled with piranha. And it shows, oh, yeah. it shows him like Gets up, walking so fast, he's yeah. walking across the and water. And he's got like a thousand holes in all of his clothes. Yeah, yeah I they're, remember they're just that. just chewed apart. <laughs> I will see your piranha in the toy and raise you piranha in uh, Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Hmm. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, Jason Harrell. <laughs> it is the black exploitation Bruce Lee knockoff that you never knew you wanted. And there's the uh, and there's Barana. The, well, the evil white uh, video game villain uh, has a uh, tank full of piranha. <laughs> and he's trying to the the protagonist is Bruce Leroy. Yeah. And if I remember right, he's trying to like put his head in the t- the piranha tank, mm-hmm. but he keeps pulling it out at the last second. Oh, it's beautiful. Sounds like it. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> Some of the best kung fu fighting this side of Harlem. Uh yeah, buddy, my number 2. Yep. The movie we just covered, The Deep House. Nice. I like it. I know I, know, I understand that uh Camille Rowe gets annoying and uh Way too much breathing. I a get lot that. of breathing. But uh, just the, the visuals, the concept of a submerged haunted house is awesome. Anything with any kind of a Lovecraft nod or a wink is going to get a vote for me. Um, I, I still dig it, man. I like it. I like it a lot. There's a lot that I want to like. Sure. But boy, do they ruin it for me. <laughs> Those fuckers. <laughs> Those motherfuckers. I know how we're going to get Jason this time. Have her breathe some more. They're all out to get me. <laughs> how about number one, big guy? My number one is underwater. So is mine. Oh, it's is great. it? It's nice. great, yeah. Um, anytime a movie just grabs you by the nuts and doesn't let go until the credits roll, that's it's great. It starts it's- out so strong, and then it just keeps going. It gets even better and better. Um so, for those of you that don't know, the big monster at the end is supposed to be Cthulhu. I'm not docking any points because it doesn't look anything like Cthulhu. It's got like a big Joker smile on it, which I thought was weird. Um, even if you didn't know that and you watch it, the thing is still very scary. And all of its little minions that are running around wrecking the whole fucking thing, those are even worse, if you ask me. And then the bigger... Slightly bigger minions that get into the tunnels. Those are terrifying. And Kristen Stewart. 
with a cute little buzz haircut thing going on in her bra and panties running around. I'm already on board. <laughs> I don't care if she likes men or not. I like her. That's and I'm just sure me. she'd like you. No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you look a little butch. Uh, you know, I can fem up a little bit if that gets if that's what I got to do. Yeah, the the other cool thing about that movie was uh you know, the whole time you're thinking, man, these these little creatures, you know, they're really formidable. Yeah. Um all just to find out they ain't shit. It's kind of like the the little critters in Cloverfield. Yeah. You think that's something. Well, yep. let me show you this. Yeah. Yeah, Ironically, really good. Both movies, T.J. Miller. Yep. Whom I'm growing. I, know. I love that. I love me some T.J. Miller. <laughs> yeah. He basically plays the he same character. He is exactly T.J. Miller in both of those I, movies. It's the same dude, pretty yeah. much. And the dude is him. So there's that. Yeah. <laughs> there you have it, inmates. That's your meat hook for the week. Underwater horror films. Whatever your interpretation of underwater is. I'm not here to argue with you guys, okay? Uh just don't try to tell me Halloween is underwater because Lori Strode washed her hands at the 14-minute mark. You know, <laughs> don't blow smoke up my ass, you motherfuckers. Uh, the padded, oh, fucking paddedroompodcast.com. Hit the email link or the mental health hotline. It's area code 775-387-0275. In the meantime, Jason, it's Terradome time. I know. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. To the Terradome. Bunch of bullshit. <laughs> We're not going to hear the end of this anytime soon. First last week's winner, Jason. <laughs> Round 13 Asylum Conference. We had Rawhead Rex versus Sam from Trick or Treat. As the sun rose on November 1st, the seaside village was desolate. Broken bodies lined the streets, blood splattered the walls of buildings, and the smoldering wreckage of a vehicle smashed to bits in what was the town square. Pinned beneath it, the small remains of a childlike creature in an orange pajama. With a vote of 5-3, to three, Jason, Rawhead Rex has advanced. Off to the side, sobbing podcasters found <laughs> Jason weeping <Harrell>. <laughs> <laughs> into their hands. Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? We are in the Asylum Conference round 14. As usual, inmates, bear with me. I don't know how to write anything. 
Local mass murderer executed was the headline on the front page of the paper. Just beneath it, a grinning portrait of Horace Pinker, photographed being led to the electric chair. Controversial rock star among dead at Hotel Fire was the second page article. Beneath that, a photo of the late Sammy Kerr from one of his press shoots. Two dead men, one by fire, the other by a state-sanctioned electrical current, both having been pawns of the demon Skizics for personal gain and immortality. But deals with the devil never work out the way they are supposed to. Hell's shifting portals to and from the mortal world are fragile, only allowing passage by one wretched soul at a time. Both fiends wanting back to fulfill their hate-driven agendas. Who is going to go first is something they'll have to work out between the two of them. Singles competition, we have Horace Pinker versus Sammy Kerr, Jason. Gotta tell you, this would make a great movie. Make a great soundtrack. I'm all over it. I'll pre-order that son of a bitch. Uh, what do you think of this one, big guy? Oh, Sammy Kerr all the way. I got to go Sammy as well. A- uh, AIDS be damned. <laughs> <laughs> you know that actor actually died of AIDS, right? Yeah, hence the joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought maybe you were just being ironic. No. <laughs> uh, I got to go Sammy, too. I like Horace Pinker. He is a mean son of a bitch. But can he match those dance moves? <laughs> That's true. The the spinny, twirly, uh, lip-syncing stylings. The thigh-slamming. Thigh-slamming. Not to mention the fashion sense. I got to go with Sammy Kerr on this one. That's your Terra Dome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's Sammy Kerr versus Horace Pinker. Uh, again, mail at paddedroompodcast.com or the Mental Health Hotline. Area code 775-387-0275. And while you are contemplating that matchup, we have to tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a little segment called What Are You Looking At? What are you looking at? Yes, sir. I'll tell you what I'm looking at. Star Slammer from 1986, baby. That sounds great. Star Slammer, Jason. It's exactly what it says it is. Yeah. It's a space prison uh, for uh, scantily clad women. Oh, okay. And who's the number one CO? Her name is Muffin, but she's played by Dawn Wild Smith with an eye patch. Don't know her. Uh, no, of course not. Sexy as all get out, if you ask me. She Well, no, you don't know. You don't know any of it. She was a big trauma thing. Mm. Um, probably my first celebrity crush. Uh, movie's dumb as shit. It's basically reformed schoolgirls in space. Sure. Um, there's plenty of TNA in it, but you'd kind of expect that. Um, yeah, so there's that. Star Slammer. Sounds great. Uh, streamed it on Tubi, because <laughs> I can tell I've got your curiosity. Tubi peaked. for the booby. <laughs> I watched that, and then I watched three episodes of a new show on Shudder called Doomsday. Have you heard of this? Nope. It's basically about a doomsday cult. Um, a lot of weird stuff, weird sex stuff. It's most. It's like four moderately attractive young ladies and two black guys, and uh, it's a. It's only three episodes in to the season. I'm sure know. you weren't on Pornhub when you were watching this. No, I was waiting for something to beat <laughs> off to, and it never came, Jason. It never came. <laughs> but you did. A <laughs> <laughs> um, lot of weird sex stuff. A lot of uh, living off the land. These chicks look stinky. 
black guys look stinky too. Um, very hippy dippy. Yeah. Episodes are about 40 minutes each. Uh, I watched all three episodes. I'm waiting for something to happen besides just eating salads and talking about... <laughs> and tossing them. Yeah, well, that too. And uh, talking about Mother Earth and stuff. So I'm going to stick with it. We only go three episodes. That, that's, we will give any series three episodes. And if you're not hooked, you're out. That's it. It's too much, of a, too much of an investment, man. Well, number one, where's the rest of the season? Because so, if they, the whole season was there, I would go ahead and marathon it. I couldn't sleep the other night, so I started it, and then I just let it roll, and I hung with it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it, to be honest with you. It's, we're three episodes in. One guy escaped, but then he came back in the third episode. He's like, sorry, I shouldn't have left. It's, it's a scary world out there. They haven't killed anybody. Uh, oh, yeah, they, they did actually kill a baby. One chick is pregnant. She gives birth, and they drown the baby. <laughs> so I'm, I wasn't too invested in the character What'd of the baby. What they kill the baby for? I don't know. They don't really explain it either. They just put it in the river, drown it. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go back to it now that I think about it. I feel like that uh, plate of cat shit under your nose <laughs> is, is turning me off to doomsday. Yeah. And I think this time I might have to agree with the plate of cat shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm looking at, big guy. What do you got? Uh, let's see. We watched uh, 2015's Estranged. Mm, immersion therapy. Um, mm-hmm. um, let's see. There's something in the barn. Oh. Uh, watched that. That was a uh, Christmas yeah. horror. How was that? It's pretty good. Okay. Uh, Sarah really liked it. Nice. Yeah. She loves any horror movie with like little critter things. So she does. this one had okay. kind of evil elves. So All right. had, she was hooked right there. Okay. Uh, let's see. Better watch out. Yeah. Watch that again. Yeah. I know you don't like it. No, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Uh, watched Krampus again. I like that one. Uh, let's see. And watched The Sacrifice Game today. Uh, that's on Shutter. What do you think of that one? I like it. Yeah? The sacrifice yeah. game? I was I flirting just, with that one. I, that lasts probably 15, 20 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. It just kind of takes a... I don't, don't even know how to describe it. Is it a Christmas horror movie? It takes place at Christmas. Okay. But it really hasn't... It's it's not like a Christmas-themed horror movie by okay. any means. It just just so happens to, to be take place at like christmas uh break at, okay. a, at a girl's school okay very cool did you ever watch christmas bloody christmas uh years ago i believe yeah i think it came out in 2019 2020 oh i'm thinking of something else then you are i haven't seen this that. one's fairly new it's by joe bagos i don't think i've seen it if you i know you're probably christmas out being today is the 26th so Next time you're in the mood for a Christmas horror movie. That'll be Christmas. It's worth checking out. I'll say that. Right on, dude. How about some immersion therapy then? (laughs) Immersion therapy. Let me pose you this question. Oh, okay. You're a you're a slow burn kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible for the slow burn to be too slow? Oh yeah, because that's kind of where I'm at with estranged. Yeah, um, probably about the 
I don't know, 10 minutes after she gets back to the house, it was pretty obvious what was going on. Um, after that, it was just a lot of weird and sort of halfway incestuous stuff with the brother. And it just kind of drug on, felt like to me. What did you think? It was on the cusp okay. for me. Yep. Uh, it still didn't hit the mark of uh, too damn slow. Okay. I thought there was just enough going on. Um, because I had my theories about what was going on, mm-hmm. uh, but I ended up being wrong. Um, kind of early, I actually thought like the boyfriend was going to turn out to be something. Oh, okay, um, sure. Uh, so it took a turn I didn't really see coming. Um, so it was it was enough for me to hang on. Okay, yeah, uh, I kind of liked it. I oh. mean. It's not a movie I'd rewatch. Yeah, it's uh, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not furious at it. It was just too slow for me. And maybe it was just the mood I was in or the fact that I was trying to wrap presents while I was watching oh, it. Oh, boy. Yeah, that, which is my f- absolute most favorite thing to do in the whole fucking universe, by It's the way. a hoot. I hate it. I hate that shit. You just leave it in the Amazon box. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like I got kids, man. <laughs> They're going to think the Amazon guy is Santa Claus. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna say you could skip estranged, but that's just my opinion. If you're in the mood for a slow burn, a weird kind of psychological family drama with some kind of incestuous tones, then this might be the movie for you. Or if you just like stuffy English estates, you'll love the shit out of this one. So there's that. Um, not my gig, but Jason says maybe. Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Wicked Little Things, Jason, from 2006. Find this bad guy streaming on Amazon Prime. Check that shit out, inmates. We'll do the same, and we can compare notes next week. In the meantime, it is now time to educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. It is uh, Christmas, and I am drunk. I work at a shitty uh, secondhand record store, and uh, my friend works at the toy store. Uh, I'm going to try and get her hammered and get her back to her apartment and try to have sex with her. Some sex. Some sex, you see. And uh, everything was going pretty smoothly until the fucking animatronic Santa Claus from said toy store came alive and started smashing the shit out of everybody, killing people in our weird little town on Christmas Eve. Now it's headed right to her apartment where I'm trying to get, oddly enough, I think uh, I think I was about to get pegged by her. Yeah. I think, uh, somehow I think that was about to happen. There's a weird conversation. But uh, anyway, I am... Christmas, Bloody Christmas, worth checking out. Uh, I think it came out about two years ago, streaming on Shutter right now. I'm a little Christmased out at the moment. It's the 26th. I want to be done with Christmas and really all the holidays at this point. So, uh, But it's not a bad show if you're in the mood for a animatronic Santa. Who might I be this week, you ask? Well, it's a good question. I am driving with my wife and my uh, wisecracking best friend through the English countryside. Goddamn, if we don't somehow end up in the middle of like a fucking typhoon or something, like our 
it's not too windy, but it's goddamn flooding pretty good, and it's, I think it's going to cause a landslide. So we got to get out of, out of this car, off the road, or we're going to get washed right out. Uh, luckily, we look up the road, and there's some lights, and there's a big house. So we are going to have to take uh, refuge in that house, at least till the storm passes. Hope there's not a weird family of psychos living in there with an even more psycho guy chained up in the basement. Because if there is, that's going to be a problem. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I will drop some knowledge in, mates. In the meantime, I think that's about it for us. Join us next week for Stakeland, kicking off Vampire Month, January. All about vampires in the padded room. You're going to love this shit. Um, Like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility quite a bit. If you're interested in us... Making a donation to us, getting in on some prize swag or any of the fun things we have going on, just go to paddedroompodcast.com. All the links are there. Check out the Terradome. Check out the uh, the meat hook, the immersion therapy. I think there's a picture of Jason's butthole up there. You're going to love it. Or as we call it, the cinnamon sphincter. There will be. Hey, now. In the meantime, big guy, you got anything else? Happy New Year. Happy New Year. We'll see you guys in 2024. Four, Buddy and Absentia, fucking haunted scuba trips, of all things. Uh, submarines, piranha, all the other shit that goes bump in the night under the water, and the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye, everybody. Bye.